0: Democrats admit they probably won't win in Florida, and Biden forces us to pay for other people's student debt. I'm Greg Columbus, Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Old routines die hard, like those multiple cups of coffee and sugary energy drinks to stay alert. Well, I discovered a healthier way to get the sustained energy I need without all the caffeine and sugar. Super Beats Heart Chews. I just unwrap a chew or two in the morning and let Super Beats Heart Chews do the rest. I feel great about what I'm doing for my health. Join me in the new way to start your day with Super Beats Heart Shoes. I challenge you to try it for 30 days and give them your feedback. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. I've been taking Super Beats Heart Shoes for years, and it's an easy and convenient on-the-go boost to your overall health and energy. Make Super Beats choose an essential part of your busy day. To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. Hurry, it's their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com for up to 45% off. danasbeats.com.
0: What's happened is, what's happened is, there there are not many real Republicans anymore. By the way, your sitting governor... He's a Republican you can deal with. We disagree. No, no, I'm serious. But at least he's within the mainstream of the Republican Party. I respect conservative Republicans. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans.
1: What in President McUnity's name is that? By the way, that is President McUnity, Joe Biden. He was at a fundraiser. Where is this at in Maryland? He was at a fundraiser in Maryland. And um, he said a bunch of really fun things yesterday and because he remember he said he was going to run to be guys he's going to run to be a uniter and it doesn't really sound like he's uniting does he not really welcome to the show happy friday crazy busy week and we've got this and there's a bunch of bunch of stories, bunch of different things to get into that we're gonna hit today. And I hope that you you know some of them if you sign up for the newsletter, because you get that. So make sure that you do sign up for the newsletter because you'll get uh, you get updates as to like what we're gonna be talking about and hitting throughout the day. Okay, so first and foremost, I w- <sighs> he ran on a I don't want to say platform, but he one of the things that he always said was that he was going to be a uniter, guys. This is not in any way unity. And, and I don't I'm so tired of hearing the MAGA Republican thing. I don't I think the people who use this phrase don't even know what it is. They don't know what it what what MAGA Republican even even is. I really don't think that they do. It's just something that they use because they think it sounds like a pejorative and they're trying to be offensive. But with this, he went out. He didn't just say that I said yesterday because he, he, he made the remark that that. Trump is a semi, his platform, his ideology is semi-fascist. And I said that Biden needs a semi-dictionary because it's not what that means. But, you know, words, words have meanings, but apparently Biden doesn't care. So he's, he's at this, it was like the first fundraiser that he's done in a really long time. So he's at this fundraiser and his whole shtick was just running down. I mean, they're fascist. What else did he say? I have like a list. He said that. Uh, oh, he accused Republicans of destroying America. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans. Republicans are destroying America, and then he said that he uh, he he only liked uh, Republicans that base, that that vote Democrat. That's what he was saying. That's exactly what he was. That's what he was. That's what he actually meant. And so. That was his whole speech yesterday. He was angry. He was hateful. He ran on i I'm going to be a a uniter. That's his whole, that was his whole campaign. I'm going to run and and be a uniter. And he wasn't, clearly. So, oh, and then he called for an assault weapons ban. Quote, unquote, assault weapons ban. Uh, He did a bunch of other crazy stuff. He sounded further... To the left of Obama, which I think is what he's trying to do. And so, sometimes when I hear him talk and I hear some of the stuff he says, I think is he is he trying to actually go to the left of Obama so he can seem try to steal some of his thunder? I don't know. This is this is not. Um, this is it's just is just trash. MAGA Republicans, they really want. And him using that phrase, and I think that's really, I think it was used by some of the people who never liked Trump, even after he started doing more conservative things as a Republican than any other Republican president, and these people didn't want to be proved wrong, so they just decided to keep going with it. Now they're borrowing that language. They're borrowing that language and using it to, he's using it to further, I think, try to divide the right. But what is a MAGA Republican? What the hell does that even mean? These MAGA Republicans. What does that even mean? Can any of these people even define this? What does that even mean? What is a MAGA Republican? They want to make America great again? They, they, what? You want lower taxes? Oh, kill her. Oh, smaller you government. Smaller government? Oh! What else? What else do you want? MAGA Republicans. Freedom. It's so bad. Freedom? Oh my gosh, not freedom! just constitutional. That's oh! I, so. I mean... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even know what this means. It's it's establishment language. What does that even mean? Nobody knows. None of these people. If you were to ask people, whenever I hear people use it, I always am like, hey, wait, can you define it? Can you define it? Can you actually define what it means? They, they can't. They, never, they can't. So this was his speech. That was part of his speech last night. It was just super divisive and uh, just not. I mean, it was bad. Bad, bad, mad, angry. There's a bunch of other stuff. Oh, he, uh, here's audio somebody 13. This is the other stuff. He, he was uh, pulling out his grab bag of hits. Listen.
0: We'll codify Roe v. Wade. <laughs> we'll, ben- we'll ban assault weapons. We'll protect Social Security Medicare. We'll pass universal pre-K. We'll restore the child care tax credit.
1: Free things for everybody. We'll protect
0: voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no make sure no one, no one ever has an opportunity to steal an election again.
1: Remember, remember when Joe Biden said that Trump stole the election in 2016 verbatim? Like he verbatim with his own mouth said it? Remember? And Nancy Pelosi tweeted it. And all these other people, Corinne Jean Pierre said it. And all these, other, yeah, apparently that didn't count. Everyone wants to throw that down the memory hole. Good heavens. Great, great. But at least he got enough uh, uh, I guess they gave him a steroid shot, and he was able to go out and do this, go out and do this fundraiser. So here's the other thing that was happening yesterday, and I, I was shocked to see some of this. The, there's this narrative going around, and the narrative is that the uh, PPP loans are the same thing as, co- as the college uh, debt, same thing as college loans, loans to go to college. Let me just take it back for a minute. You guys remember that government shut down businesses, right, remember? They shut down businesses, they threatened to arrest people if they tried to open their businesses. There was a hairstylist that ended up running for office in here, uh, here in Dallas. She was trying to reopen her salon because the people working there were going without. They weren't able to pay their mortgage. They weren't able to buy groceries. They had no. They were blown through their savings, and they were trying to do everything that they could. Businesses were shut down. The government forcibly shut down businesses. They sent. Cops to arrest you If you violated Their shutdown order They were arresting nail Techs for the love People couldn't Even do at home services because they Were terrified that they were going To lose their license This was a Real thing I mean we shouldn't have had PPP loans in the first damn place Because nothing should have ever been shut down But what the government Began doing last night Is a whole new layer Of whiskey tango foxtrot The same government That shut everybody down The same government that ruined businesses The same government That made it to where people couldn't earn An income They're now mocking people Who took the PPP loans and because the, the people who took PPP loans, if you criticized the redistribution of college debt, the White House began tweeting at you last night. They went after all these lawmakers. Oh, this person had uh, X amount in PPP loans forgiven. Now, remember, first off, let me refresh your memory. The PPP loans, they had very, it was the Paycheck Protection Program. It was... A loan that was given to businesses that the government shut down. The government seized. You know how you have asset forfeiture? You know how you... Okay, well, this is the same thing. The government seized people's ability to earn an income. The government seized a business's ability to generate revenue. The government seized their ability to keep their workforce employed, and so they came up government with the Paycheck Protection Program. And what the Paycheck Protection Program did is offer a business, a small business that had 500 or fewer employees, whether it's an S corp, a C corp, an LLC, a nonprofit veteran groups etc you could apply and potentially get a PPP loan but there were caveats you had to keep your people employed you couldn't just take the money and then fire people because then you would have to pay it back they had a number of different terms you had to have your employees And their levels of compensation, they all had to be at the exact same level as they were prior to being shut down. And you had to spend something like 60% of all your proceeds on payroll costs. There were caveats with this, okay? This is not the same thing as willingly taking a college loan to go and get your dumbass humanities degree. This is not even remotely analogous. Unless you're arguing that people were forced under penalty of jail to go to college and take on loans. Because you must be arguing that if you are making this comparison. They are not even remotely in the same universe or solar system. Much less ballpark. Now, after a business took a PPP loan, and by the way, you can tell all of the people who have no idea how the hell any of this works, much less about small business, because they don't even know this difference. They don't even know everything that the business is. You had to abide by a number of different terms. After you took the loan, you then had to apply for, quote unquote, forgiveness. And you can only do that If the proceeds had all been used, and if you could prove, again, the 60% on payroll, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you couldn't prove any of that, you had to pay it back. And don't forget, in some of the states, it was considered taxable because any kind of debt forgiveness, not all states conform to federal terms and they will tax debt forgiveness. So this is not even remotely the same. And the White House was out there yesterday. Shaming businesses that they forced to close with their official Twitter account. Shaming businesses that they forced under penalty of jail time to close because those people had objected to the socialist pay everybody's college, quote unquote, forgiveness plan. Ammo is expensive and in short supply. Did you know that you can train without ammunition at your home using the Mantis X? All the best shooters in the world do a significant portion of their training with dry fire practice at home. The Mantis X Firearms Training System is a no-ammo, all-electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your own firearm like a a weapon light, and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. The Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, Army, and Special Forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. And the Mantis X can improve your shooting dramatically, and it's a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you should also be able to act on your Second Amendment responsibility and be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX. X.com.
2: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech.
1: So, coming up, we're going to get into the just-released super-redacted affidavit. And just to give you an example of uh, some of the stuff it says, like, for instance... Because it's all, it's all redacted. The whole... F- The whole thing is redacted. So we're we're, we're going to talk about that as best we can here coming up. Okay, so first and and foremost, uh, I mean, this isn't shocking. We knew that there were so many warning signs, and now even more comes out here in the years after the 2017 massacre at Parkland. Apparently, the therapist at the Parkland school warned the doctor of the murderer that he was talking about killing people and being covered in blood. This was after, by the way, he had already been in trouble for assault. He knocked his mom's teeth out and he was threatening to kill people on social media and all of this. So they said he was obsessed with violence and that he was super irritable, super reactive. And he had warning signs of becoming a killer. And they were telling everyone this. And then this was in couple that with all of this stuff that he did that we know of. There's no reason why he should not have been in. I'm not just saying this. There's like 20 something prosecutors from all over Florida that wrote a piece in a newspaper there a couple of years ago saying that, yeah, he should have been adjudicated unfit. There's no reason why he shouldn't have been. But, you know, you got Scott Israel trying to make friends instead of do his job. You want to know about bad cops? He's one. Uh, Let's see here. DHS. Remember their disinformation board? Okay. well, it looks like it's finally dead. The theater loving cringe monster who was uh what's her face nurse ratchet i don't even remember her name anymore don't remind me uh she they she's finally she's finally done with the disinformation the whole board's done i mean i guess we're, is it though i mean i gotta ask that now is it u.s special forces are they turning weapons to interesting there's reports that the forces are losing weapons and active service to ukraine that the u.s military is withdrawing some equipment and active service to send to ukraine of course. Wait till you hear about Miami. Apparently, they they want to be gun runners and do a gun buyback and send those to Ukraine as well. The person who bought that multi-billion whatever dollar winning ticket at the Chicago gas station last month still has not come forward and claim prize and claim the prize. And officials are telling everybody: double check your tickets. Just double check. Really? Stay with us. More to come
3: Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time.
1: The president likened what
3: he called extreme MAGA philosophy to semi-fascism. What exactly is semi-fascism, Kareem?
4: So let me just first say this uh, tonight: uh, what you heard from this president, uh, Don. And again, thank you for having me because oh this is really answer important. Answer the damn question. The American people have a choice in front of them, and the president laid that out very clearly, very powerfully tonight. Okay, when what you is it? We look at what Democrats are doing and what they are delivering, What's and what they have done, Don, in less than in less than two years, which is lowering costs on prescription drugs, lowering the energy uh, uh, cost, making sure that we have have this historic uh, 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 See, legislation fascism, for to really deal with climate crisis all of these things are important standing up it's, for women and they are green I want to get to all of those of things with, are. with all due respect no, but, I, but we no, have a
3: short no, no, time no. I'm gonna to get to all those things but I just if you'll answer my question we can get to those I things. The what se- actually I am is semi-fascism? I, I'm ba- fascism
4: Don, I was just about to get to your
5: question. Okay. I
4: really was, but right. I want to, you brought me on the show for mm-hmm. a reason, and I have to talk about I it. I understand the that. I just have tonight. limited Wait. time
5: with you. I just want to
3: make well, sure we get well, all the by, answers.
4: By having this back and forth, we're actually taking away from the time. So here we go. Um, so what we're seeing from Republicans and what we have seen uh, from from Republicans mm-hmm. these past several years is that they are attacking our democracy, mm-hmm. uh, they are taking away our freedom,
1: uh, and mm-hmm. they are trying to uh, put on the chopping blocks, Medicare and Social Security. What, but what's semi-fascism, though? She's turning me into Daniel from like gaming. You know what I mean? D-N-S-L, so she's... <laughs> I've been watching you for a while now. She's... I'm being turned into... Nobody's gonna get that. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you. I mean, that's what Biden said. I'm just curious. What is... You know, they're semi- fascists. He said, you know, There's. I what is... I think you need a semi-dictionary. What is semi-fascism? Kelly this is the world is dumber so guys the affidavit thingy the affidavit I'm calling it a thingy because we actually don't know what the hell it is it's all redacted let me I'm not exaggerating I shared for you on Facebook Twitter and Instagram I just took a random screenshot actually I have like a couple of random screenshots out a couple of them are full pages one is just like from the one what I, <laughs> I put up on Facebook is just I, I also link to it is just like they go for example Hello. it's the whole thing the whole thing is redacted i i i don't know what it is like for instance this says reasons for withholding prefatory language agent safety 3 4 heading above i mean the whole It's ridiculous. The whole, it's ridiculous. I'm looking at it. And I'm just still, they have, uh, the affidavit could be used to identify many, if not all, of these witnesses. For example, and it goes on. You get, you get, you get it? That's, that's what we're dealing with here. Sean Davis notes that the government's own actual affidavit demanded authority to raid Trump's house. And that it was necessary because some bureaucrat at the National Archives was mad that he had, quote, newspapers and magazines and printed news articles. That was in there. They had the probable cause. <laughs> they said that the inspector general sent. I mean, I have to make fun of this the whole time because this is the dumbest thing. Uh, they sent a referral to the DOJ, and the referral stated that, according to NARA's White House Liaison Division Director, a preliminary review of the 15 boxes. is in caps lock, indicated they contained newspapers, magazines, and printed articles, photos, miscellaneous printouts, presidential correspondence, personal and post-presidential records, Kane. All these things. You know. That's what they said. So their reasons for withholding is what? (laughs) <laughs> I've linked it, you can find it on Twitter I have, that's that's it, you can actually go the thing I linked, you can click on it and it, it just, it tells you and it'll give you oh the proposed redactions and it gives you the, some of the procedural background and then as you get in the meat and taties, as you get down here, you're getting to uh, page 5 oh boy it's all redacted all of page 5 uh, most of page 6 a lot of page 7 Oh! Oh! Wow! Almost all of eight. The and t- almost all of nine. Oh my gosh! And some of it is. Look at page ten. It's just a giant block of like Corel Draw black-filled rectangles. That's all that's in there. You. You. We don't. We don't have. That's the transparency. Much transparency. It looks like Tetris. It looks like a Tetris game of black rectangles. I'm looking at it now since it's just out, right? I love how it drops when we're on air. It's like, people, I need you to schedule these important things around my life. Government. Uh, So not a lot of, um, not a lot of transparency there, huh? Can you, I can't see anything, and then it just, there's nothing, there's nothing I can get out of it. Interesting. Now, this is the same agency, so this is all redacted. Did you see that the FBI was telling Facebook... They were warning them off of the Hunter Biden laptop reporting. Oh. oh, there's more corruption. This was actual censorship. Listen to this audio sound by 10. This is Zuckerberg talking about this. With Joe Rogan. So
5: We took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically the background here is the FBI. I think basically came to us uh, some, some folks on our team. It was like, Hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was, the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being, um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it.
1: Mm. Oh. Oh. Well, that's interesting. Well, who knew? Huh. So this is actual censorship. They were they were telling So FBI not only was the FBI telling agents to not investigate the Hunter Biden laptop story, which is just basically like the digital diary version of what Ashley Biden put under her drug-flop house mattress. But they were telling Facebook to minimize anything that had to, any of it, any, any stories about Hunter Biden. That's the government, that's censorship. That's the very definition of censorship. And so they had to use an algorithm to suppress the story when it first came out. We know that they did that, but they did it to affect an election because this was right before the presidential election, they did this to influence the turnout of an election. And it was pretty much like the day after the FBI told them this, that they said, oh, this laptop is disinformation. So Facebook is seeing that. Zuckerberg and them are seeing that all of these talking heads are going out there saying this laptop is misinformation. It wasn't, but you know what I mean. And so they started censoring it. This is censorship. This is a company that's acting as an agent of the state and and executing a policy of censorship to protect a presidential candidate right before an election so as to affect the outcome of the election. You had all of these senior intelligence officials, a handful of them, had lied in front of Congress when they were testifying. You had Clapper who lied about spying on people. You had them lying about droning Americans overseas, all kinds of stuff. I mean, serious stuff that, I mean, these are egregious violations of law and due process that other people would be in jail for forever over. But you have Democrat privilege. You can abuse government agencies and you can use them to carry out your political vendetta. These people don't get to tell average Americans that they can't criticize these these bureaus or these agencies or they have to somehow uh, uh, put kid gloves on their language, so to speak, so as to not hurt uh, rank and file rank. There's some rank and file coming forward. But I mean, I'm not. No we're. This is stupid. Because has 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 this administration been using? Have they been have they been? careful with their language when they said that this was a pandemic of the unvaccinated? Have they been careful with their language when they said that it's MAGA Republicans they don't respect? Have they been careful with their language when they called parents domestic terrorists and actually categorized them as that with a tag in their software so that when they searched these cases, parents who were simply speaking out at at school board meetings were coming up as potential domestic terrorists. So do not for one damn second tell me or anybody else to watch our language so we don't hurt the feelings of rank and file. It's rank and file Americans that the Government should be afraid of, and that's the creation of our republic. It it lives on that healthy fear, and the left can't stand it because they view themselves and big government as one and the same, and so they they consider the very existence and the nature of our established republic to be a threat itself. Asinine. That's what this is. It is absolute censorship. And for Zuckerberg to just, I mean, it just did some just. Crazy. Be vigilant. There's going to be some kind of dump, something similar to that. (sighs) He said that his protocol was different from Twitter's and that Twitter said you can't share it at all. Is it, though? I mean, Twitter suspended my account. I didn't even and I was just one of thousands of people. I didn't even actually share the New York Post story. I wrote about how tech was using algorithms to suppress it and what they were doing and they censored it. But they, are, they, they, they suspended my account. Facebook made you to where you couldn't be seen. So isn't that... I mean, at this point, it's just semantics. Twitter said you couldn't share it at all. Facebook made it to where no one could tell if you did. Is it really that different? One just used a little bit of a, of a, a different method. Just so that they could have a little uh, The appearance of plausible deniability Decreased distribution That's like unconscious coupling That's a Gwyneth Paltrow phrase Decreased distribution They suppressed accounts So that no one could see it So it was, so no, they weren't actually allowing you to share it that's Fascism. Yeah, if you want to have a discussion About what is or what is fascism That's not even semi-fascism That's full-on fascism Thank you. Golly I, I it's it's astounding. This is it's censorship. And then this brings up the question, more discussion about section two thirty, all of this stuff. Cause you're acting now and you're not you're not even acting as a facilitator. You're acting as not even as a publisher at this point, you're acting as an agent of state. And when the government's telling companies to suppress speech, even if the companies are executing it, it's a directive of the government that's censorship. And when you're doing it to protect a strongman, well, you know what I mean? That's fascism. The inability to criticize Hunter Biden, a 50 something year old uh, uh, skanky, nasty, druggie who screws anything that walks, snorts anything that looks like white powder, and records on anything that he thinks has a camera. Come on. Just ridiculous. That's censorship. This uh, affidavit that was released absolutely absolutely just I mean you can't read anything in it. I'm still scrolling through there's nothing. It's so we're huh? It's yeah, it's worthless. It is absolutely worthless. There's nothing in here that you can and that's what that's what they wanted to do. They're not going to they're not going to they're not going to show anything. We're going to talk about this here a little bit. Uh also what i have for you looking into this the uh golf is racist i got wokery for you oh yeah golf is apparently racist also add frolicking in the rain frolicking in the rain if you had that on your racist bingo card uh well you can claim that that's frolicking in the rain is also racist yes If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing and market experts not only predict a recession, but they're using terms like, quote, economic hurricane and unprecedented. So if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. That's 866-887-1188, or text DANA to 998899. Protect your future with American Hartford Gold. 866-887-1188, or text DANA to 998899.
3: Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The DANA Show.
1: Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you This Friday Finishing out our first hour I'm going through this uh, I mean as best I can This this affidavit And It is uh, Pretty amazing Some of the stuff that I've seen in this So for instance They I mean this is true. This is weird because at one point uh they quote a CBS Miami piece moving truck spotted at Mar a Lago, published Monday, january eighteenth, twenty twenty one. Gosh, when Kane, when's the last time that the any of these agencies used press articles to establish probable cause? Do you, do, you, do you know? Yeah, it reminds Archie?
2: me of remind 2016 you? into
1: 2017. Oh, you mean the um, um FISA thing? Yeah, yeah, when they
2: fabricated the information to get a FISA oh. warrant, but they used their same players, by the way, the same
1: yeah, the reporters, same the same outlets,
2: to establish this false narrative in order to continue to, in the media, smear Donald Trump.
1: Wow. I mean, I'm... Um I'm looking at this. They have oh my goodness. There's some very. I mean, there's nothing other. I mean, there's some things that stand out if you just you know look at media. Um, I mean, did they tell the court when they did this when all of this was filed? I'm just. I I mean, did they tell the the court that he had cla- that he had declassified it before they got this? I'm curious. We're going to continue. We're going to talk about this. I'm going to check out more of this on break here, and I'm going to get you up to speed as well. Stick with us. Another hour on the way. Old routines die hard, like those multiple cups of coffee and sugary energy drinks to stay alert. Well, I discovered a healthier way to get the sustained energy I need without all the caffeine and sugar. Super Beats Heart Chews. I just unwrap a chew or two in the morning and let Super Beats Heart Chews do the rest. I feel great about what I'm doing for my health. Join me in the new way to start your day with Super Beats Heart Shoes. I challenge you to try it for 30 days and give them your feedback. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. I've been taking Super Beats Heart Shoes for years, and it's an easy and convenient on-the-go boost to your overall health and energy. Make Super Beats choose an essential part of your busy day. To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. Hurry, it's their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com for up to 45% off. danasbeats.com.
4: I need to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era... Of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro,
1: just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong. You don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. Because Kathy Hochul has appointed herself the bouncer of New York, ladies and gentlemen. Well, the unity, yeah, but the unity. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lashier, second hour of the program. Yeah, Kathy Hochul was telling Republicans just to leave New York. I think they are. I don't think they need any further encouragement from this chick. Golly. So I have been, well, first off, welcome back to the show. Second hour of the program. Your lovable curmudgeon here, Dana Lash. And Kane and I have been looking over. So there's a cut. There's like two different and I have it linked. They're both linked and I'm going through it. You have the, um, like the memorandum, the redacted memorandum and then you have what is the, uh, Affidavit for it. So there's two things both of them are so heavily redacted. It's ridiculous now I've got a couple of questions and they just they right as we were going on air. These were released <laughs> um, I, I Just can I just got to direct your attention to page 12 that giant black square in the middle of it It reads like a joke the I would say easily 96% of this is redacted if that maybe more yeah, absolutely. on page 12 there's just a giant black square. Right. <laughs> That's all there is. That's all there is in it. <laughs> I didn't even know.
2: It's like <laughs> what people used to put in their avatars on their social media last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. You. Uh, I mean, I... Uh, it is... You can't even make uh, heads or tails of it. Now... The question that I have here, and I'm looking at... Because there's the memorandum and then there's the affidavit. Both redacted. On page... What page was this? 22. So I had a question. 17, 18. I'm so scrolling. Sorry, I'm scrolling through all the black lines. All the black boxes and rectangles like the thing. Here it is. So at the bottom of page 22 on this, and I'm assuming... This reference is something that is redacted because it has a footnote and I can't see what the number is in reference to because most of the half the page is redacted. But it says at the bottom, it's it notes the statute, 18 U.S.C. 793, subsection E. And it notes that they do not use the term classified information, but rather criminalizes the unlawful retention of, quote, information relating to the national defense. The statute does not define information related to national defense, but courts have construed it broadly, and they cite Gore v. United States. So is this them essentially trying to sidestep the, I guess, declaration that this isn't actually about classified information yeah. rather criminalizes the unlawful retention of information the courts have construed it broadly i um i just got some questions
2: here yeah i mean that language alone proves that this warrant wasn't narrow in scape like they were trying to claim remember mm. they're like oh this was a very narrow in scape warrant search yeah. warrant it's not. This is clearly broadly defined.
1: They cite like CBS and all this stuff, their news articles, which we, we mentioned right before we were going to break because it seems like the, uh, it, it sounds so familiar to what we saw with FISA, with the FISA abuse and all of that. On page 19, on uh, this is uh, number 52, they say in the second such letter, Blah, blah, blah. They have, like, I guess, some exhibits. They say, I asked the DOJ to consider a few principles, which include uh, the counsel's claim that the president has absolute authority to declassify documents. I requested the DOJ provide a letter to any judicial officers asked to rule on any motion pertaining to the investigation, etc., etc. They note Cash Patel. He said that it was misleading, that there's classified information. And then that's when they get into the rest is redacted so it's kind of hard to make anything of it and then 22 is when they try to say well maybe not classified information but you know information relating to national defense so are they under i mean it's it's just from what i can make of it from 17 pages 17 to 22 it seems kind of like they are um really trying to walk away from the whole classified claim and state yeah well but It's information to national defense.
2: And they admit to going over the 15 boxes that Trump had said he turned over to NARA. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And so they go in there and they're like, well, here's some things. Even though knowing that him standing over the boxes and saying these are all declassified, um, declassifies the documents uh, when he was president. um, They go in there and they try to pad this to make it look as though there's some nefarious documentation he's been holding on to or nefarious action by holding on to these documentation so it, this to me look even just the redact not even being able to see the redacted parts it looks as though they were trying to pad this affidavit much like they were trying to pad the uh, application for the FISA warrant back in 2017.
1: So so you can understand the two documents you have the affidavit that is redacted and then you have the memorandum that redacts let me see I say this right. It it they redacted themselves explaining why they redacted the affidavit. Yes.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so we've done nothing.
1: I just need to go hit
2: my head. On the, wall. the only thing that they put in here is essentially points to extremely weak reasons <laughs> oh to my gosh. issue a search warrant.
1: So there the reason that they the reasons that they even They redacted their reasons for redacting the affidavit. So they redacted their reasons in the memorandum for redacting the affidavit. Yeah. Oh my gosh, these are clowns. Oh man. So that's the latest. That's that's what's happening with the um with the affidavit there and the the memorandum for the affidavit. So if you if you're I linked both of them up there for you. There's nothing you can see it. Um Yeah, there's no, I mean, there's, I just do think that that's kind of interesting. The sidestepping, it's like they're sidestepping kind of the, the whole point, the whole, everything with the classified info. So they have the, the, the memorandum where they're explaining, I love how they just go as explained in the affidavit. And boom with the in short brr, and the concerns brr, prematurely disclosed. Do you understand that? Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Very I mean it makes all the sense in the world. The memorandum I think is probably my favorite because it's just so stupid. Um they, and they I guess they have all the they have all the witnesses redacted um they said that they didn't want, On this is page six, they said if witnesses' identities are exposed, they could be subjected to the harms, including, like the things we're doing to Trump right now. I mean, harms, including retaliation and intimidation and harassment. You mean like what you guys are doing? Yes, but it's different, because we're the government. That makes it different? Yes. It's very different. As the court has noted, beep! De eighty at eight. Boop. Meanwhile, boop. for example, boop. revealing this information could, boop. for example, again, boop. as explained in the affidavit. Boop. In short, boop. containing certain. That's 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 the memo. It's a clown. It's clowns. It's clowns. That's all. That's these people are clowns. That's all it is. Uh, I can make your point that you just put in slack because I think it's a good one.
2: yeah I mean it's funny to me that all the marked classified Hillary emails that were destroyed or just not turned over when the subpoena was issued and James Comey that was something James Comey was willing to overlook and like oh, there's, there's really no crime here and essentially what they're explaining in this memo to the affidavit is the same thing it's yeah. literally the same thing yeah not a crime
1: uh, so you, yeah, we've learned so much, you know, from these, from these things. Good. And I, just to
2: be straight, this isn't about defending Trump. This is, if this was Trump's DOJ doing it to Obama, we'd say the same thing because it's ridiculous how the, the yoga stretches they have to do to make this thing uh, seem illegal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, I just think when you have to, to me, it just makes it even sketchier the DOJ website crashed after they released this. Everybody was, I guess, trying to get it. That's funny. I mean, this is just um It's um this is just this is this is ridiculous. All right, so I have a few other things here. I'm gonna hit I'm gonna come back to this and make fun of this some more because it's it should you should make fun of it. this is no it there's no attempt at any kind of any kind of uh, transparency. Anything here. The uh this Ongoing attempt to compare the PPP loans to college loans and shaming lawmakers. I don't know if you saw some of this that was going around. You had the actual White House Twitter account that was doing it. Uh, It's really, really amazing. And the comparison, you have to, in order to believe that they're the same, you have to believe that people were forced under penalty of, of of jail time, that that they had to go to college. It's the only way that this makes sense. I mean, the White House was going, they were they were busy last night, their Twitter account. They were naming Republicans who had Paycheck Protection Program loans forgiven. How dare you criticize someone willingly taking a college loan and willingly go to college after you had to get A PPP loan because we shut down your damn business and we made it to where you couldn't earn any money and you were going to die in the desert with cat food. That's not the same. They went after all these people. And it just, I mean, I don't even, like I said, I don't even think we needed PPP loans because we should have never shut anything down in the first place. Now you have government shaming businesses for taking loans to keep businesses afloat because the government tried to shut them down. I mean, the, and the loans became grants if conditions were followed. And I explained what those caveats are. That was the government, that was the, the I mean, it's like eminent like domain, but it was with income. They seized, the federal government seized your ability to earn To generate an income, to earn a living, to pay your bills. And that's what these loans were for. The government's not, no one forced you to go to college and assume debt. I mean, I think this goes to show you that college is overrated if we have so many dumbasses. And I'm not apologizing for calling them that. That's exactly what they are. And one of the reasons that these people continue to perpetuate this ridiculousness on television and in editorials is because I honestly think that we need to shame them harshly. So no I'm not apologizing for my Portuguese Because I'm done with it I'm so done Gosh if it's not this It's something else But it is the dumbest conflation The dumbest comparison and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase in your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee. Black Rifle Coffee.
2: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
1: So, the state of Arizona apparently completed a wall of... uh, shipping containers a border wall of shipping containers <laughs> that's actually kind of smart they said that they are definitely seeing a reduction in the areas where of, of illegal entries and also drug bringing drugs over where the wall has been closed up uh, according to Jonathan U, uh Yuma County supervisor he wrote this to the Washington Examiner he said one of the enclosures just down from the dam. They said that is is where the five-year-old drowned in July. So they wanted to have that. They wanted to have an impact where people wouldn't be risking their lives because they knew that they wouldn't be able to just like walk on over. Uh, so they were stacking these massive shipping containers in five gaps between the Trump era border wall. And it's interesting because that works. I mean, the sh- I wouldn't. That's actually a smart idea. A this was in Plano. A woman was arrested after she lost her mind. It looks like, I don't know, it looks like she's Hispanic and she went off on a South, a woman of South Asian descent in a suburban Dallas parking lot. Uh, Plano police apparently were called, Asmerelda Upton. So she was charged with misdemeanor assault and terrorist threats, terroristic threat charges. She has a bond set at 10000 So she went after It sounds like she was yelling at an Indian woman. And she's the woman said that the Indian woman said that this woman, Esmeralda, started yelling at her party and coming towards them. And they were they were shocked because she used racial slurs. The police said it was being investigated as a hate crime. And then it showed her there was video. She challenged her presence in the United States. And then she did threaten that she did threaten to hurt them. Uh, So I guess that, but that would be like, I I don't know if that you can consider that a terroristic threat, but you can't, I mean, if it's actionable, I mean, if it's like immediate danger, it has to meet certain requirements in order for you to actually take action on somebody issuing a threat to you. But why is it a hate crime? That's what I don't understand. Now, you don't, can't touch anybody, you can't assault people and you can't threaten them. But if you wanted to scream like a far lefty, you know, in a parking lot. I mean, that's I don't I don't know. I don't know that she was a far lefty, but I'm just saying. But yeah, I don't. Know. she also sounded maybe like drunk and crazy. A federal court struck down a Texas ban on young adults carrying firearms in public. In fact, a judge and he's right on this. He said that the law preventing individuals from 18 to 20 from carrying handguns in public. He said that it's a it violates the constitutional right to carry firearms in public for self-defense for all adults. He's not wrong. we got more in store. Don't go anywhere. More of The Dana Show coming back right after this in just moments.
0: Democrats admit they probably won't win in Florida. California plans to ban gas-powered cars. And President Biden forces us to pay for other people's student debt. I'm Greg Karumbas. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Of all your favorite talk hosts, one of these is not like the others. The Dana Show.
5: Okay.
4: Will, the, will three. the administration
5: uh, will the administration eventually release the cost estimate on the student loan forgiveness plan? In other words, you don't yeah. have one yet, yeah. but moving down the road we'll
4: yeah, I mean that that is something that the Department of Education uh is going to uh, uh lead uh because this is something that uh um uh, that uh this is an action that clearly was taken uh by the Department of Education. I I don't have any more to speak on to that just kind of relay back to uh what uh, uh what the ambassador said yeah.
1: mm. So they have no idea idea. They do. No, yeah they have no they have no cl- well i will tell you this welcome back to the show dana lash here with you the i think it's what the latest estimate from Penn wharton is this is going to hit <laughs> the la- the uh academic bailout is going to cost total costs is going to be about a trillion dollars a trillion dollars. That's I mean oh man. You should be livid livid over this. You should be. And it's the what I think the additional the loan forbearance for 2022 alone 16 billion. They said the total cost this is what they write. They said that they knew uh, loan quote unquote forgiveness plan includes three major components. We estimate, and this is coming from Penn Wharton, we estimate that debt cancellation alone will cost up to five hundred nineteen billion, with about seventy-five percent of the benefit accruing to households. They said uh, making eighty-eight thousand loan forbearance will cost sixteen billion. New income-driven payment IDR program is another the new income-driven repayment, sorry, IDR program is another 70 billion. Increasing that cost to 605 billion under the strict static assumptions, but depending on future IDR program details to be released and potential behavior, i.e., non-static changes, the total planned cost could exceed one exceed one trillion dollars. Almost 87 percent of the cost takes place in this fiscal year alone. Now, John McCormick over at NRO writes $1 trillion was the Congressional Budget's office. In fact, they're, they're, the CBOs, their 10-year cost estimate of Obamacare was $940 billion. We all remember this. Remember how, when they spent 80 million for a website that was basically glorified geocities?
2: No, they spent billions on that website with a B. <laughs>
1: didn't work. I, didn't, I, just, I don't even know if it still does. They said that so $940 billion was the exact precise cost of the CBO's official 10-year cost estimate of Obamacare when Congress was debating the expansion of government in 2010. They said now he's taking that much money from U.S. taxpayers with a stroke of a pen to provide a bailout Lawless stroke of a pen to provide a bailout that will overwhelmingly benefit Democratic voters a couple of months before the election. Oh, my gosh. A trillion dollars. Audio sum by 12. Listen to this. This is infuriating.
4: I'm going to start here. I know you want me to get to the answer. So assuming that 75 percent. Of, of folks who take take us on on the president student loan cancellation plan and you look at uh, the the average uh, 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 monetary uh, the average cash flow on that uh, it's going to be about 24 billion dollars per year now just to give you a little bit of context that 24 billion dollars a year that is about 3% of what we spend on the military
1: Well, the military is something that federal government is actually constitutionally allowed to spend money on under Article One, Section Eight. Assuming a bunch of deadbeat's debts is not. Thank you. So, yeah, Uh, that's not even remotely, not even remotely. Wow. So I, so I, when can I force people to pay for my mortgage? If you are signing up for loans that you can't pay and you don't want to pay them, you're a deadbeat. I'm not going to kiss your butt. I'm not going to sit here and pat your head. I'm not going to pretend that you know the selfish, covetous action of forcing other people to assume your debts is anything other but that I mean that's a pre- that's predatory borrowing. You have predatory lenders and you sure as hell have predatory borrowers. And if you're, if you're a person who doesn't want to pay back your loan, then you're a predator. You're a predatory borrower. No one owes anybody anything. I mean, it's, it's just sounds, it's just absolutely insane. No one owes anyone anything. You're, you're not owed an education. Nothing. But I mean, I, I just this whole thing is infuriating. It's all about it's Marxists who are having a fit because they want to be able to have a free ride on the backs of the working class. And ultimately, that's that's all this is. That's all it is. And you got it, you, it just I am just so infuriated by this. And they say that people who don't want to help others are selfish. It's selfish to covet someone else's capital. Because you decided not to fulfill Your obligation That's selfishness To think that everyone else's The fruit of everyone else's labor Is yours to do with what you want It's not Not at all it's just, it's, and, and they have no idea How much any of this is going to cost Listen to Jackie Heinrich here Even the Washington Post is against this. Listen to this. Audio somebody six, six thousand.
6: Washington Post editorial board says that, and then and, and I'm
1: going to go to the back because we're running out of time.
6: Doesn't take, doesn't help those people though. That it, it, you know, takes money from the broader tax base, mostly made up of workers who didn't go to college to subsidize education, debt of people with valuable degrees. Mm-hmm. So, sort of rebutting what you you had mm-hmm. just said. But you know, beyond that, there are critics who are saying that this is not about. The pandemic it's not about those conditions that this is about getting people to vote ahead of the midterms and that the real national emergency is democrats in the midterm elections well
4: i mean uh <laughs> i disagree with everything that you just laid out um i was just asked a question by some democrats in you know who are saying that they're not happy with this right who are criticizing this
1: uh and we have said we're not going to make everybody happy wow yeah, even they said it takes you're subsidizing the debt of people that have valuable degrees. Yeah, that's it. That these colleges, as we said the other day, with the endowments, they should be the ones that are funding that are that are footing the bill for this. Yale with their forty something billion dollar endowment. I saw this piece from Bloomberg. I hate that. I hate the the entity and for whom it's named after. But they're actually not wrong here. They uh, noted the thirteen states in which people are going to actually have to have their federal student loans are going to get hit with taxes. They're going to be paying over a thousand dollars in taxes on this in Hawaii, and they should. I absolutely they should. I hope that they're taxed six ways to Sunday on it. Good. That's it. You didn't. You didn't pay your loan, so yeah. Or you, debt forgiveness? Yes, you should absolutely have to pay tax on this.
2: You know, the way I look at it is, there the government loves to create division. You know, that's literally their thing. It's almost like the reason for their existence, in my opinion. But universities are price gouging their actual curriculum Mm -hmm. they're price gouging education nobody talks about how these universities are price gouging like when you talk about oil and gas companies that just follow the rate of inflation and all of a sudden they're the price gougers but no one's talking about how these universities are price gouging their education and i think it's better to be less divisive and talk about what actually is the real problem. And there's no value, at least no value that's equal to the amount of money you pay for the education from these universities.
1: Yeah. That well they yeah, that's right. That's a good point because they talk about um big oil. Yeah. They're just following inflation. They talk about, yeah, big big meat. You have big oil, big meat, what else?
2: <laughs> big everything.
1: Yeah. But, I mean that's that's where is the outrage over big university?
2: Yeah. If you look at education and healthcare costs, they far outpace inflation. Far. Even this crazy inflation we've been experiencing recently far outpaces. So the price gouging is happening in the healthcare industry and in the education system and no one wants to talk about it.
1: Exactly. Because they you know why? Because who gets the most donations from higher education? I have the thing from this. Let me look this up. I, uh, I uh, had a, uh, a very helpful chart. The people who get the most in donations from higher education are Democrats. I mean, like, hand over fist, not even, no comparison. They donate to Democrats... Uh, I think Bernie Sanders was a big recipient, um, yeah, they showered them, I mean, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. They said, in fact, uh, huh, Biden received 65 million in contributions from higher education. He was the number one recipient by a large margin, interesting. that's why democrats don't get outraged because of reasons like that they get they they don't get outraged because that is who i mean it's a they're laundering money they're taking money from you giving it to the universities and then their higher education is donating to democrats that's what it is what's
2: even more alarming is those numbers from 2020 if you skip to 2022 all but one of the top 20 recipients of big education donations heading into the midterms are Democrats.
1: Right. Yeah. Over $65 million. That was just for 2020. So it makes sense now. Yeah. Now you see. Now you see why. I mean, it's, it's a racket. and it's And you're paying for it. It is a racket at your expense.
3: The Dana Show, sponsored by 30 years of game-changing Caltech innovation, like the P50, a new breed of pistol, innovation, performance, Caltech.
2: It's his life mission to make bad decisions. (laughs) It's time for Florida Man.
1: This is, I have my headlines, but I got to tell you, there's a Florida Man engine. It's a Florida Man Headlines generated with machine learning. And you want they give you like four headlines and you have to choose which of the headlines is real and which is generated by a text generation model. I am really good at this game, not just because I've been doing Florida man stories for 10 years on the show. I mean, it is I I mean, I know which one is actually real and which one isn't. And I just got right again. Man, it's too good. So, yeah, I think we might have to play that. Out. I have. I have okay. tweeted it out. Yeah. So there are, let's see, let's start here. <laughs> Do I want to start here? A Florida man is going to appear in court because he was walking on thermals in Yellowstone. So this, I don't know, he's like a, I hate the word influencer. I'm not using this. He's a motivational speaker. His name's Matt Manzari, and he's facing federal charges because he was walking through hot thermals of Yellowstone last month. So now he's got to go to court. That's a federal law. You you can't leave the boardwalk and walk on the thermal features. And he was walking near Old Faithful on July 1st. So he said he was trying to create a lighthearted video. He wasn't injured. Others have suffered injuries. They had a human foot inside of a shoe in the abyss pool near the West Thumb geyser at Basin, So they think that that was like a, occurred to an incident that happened on July 31st. So it looks like he might have, he actually might have jail time. That's, for that? That's so ridiculous. Yeah, I know. So let's see this. um, I'm not going to read this headline because phrasing. A guy had to fight a gator away from him, but that's not the verbiage that was used to survive an attack. And this, the, he, this guy, uh, J.C. LeVert, he was shooting an instructional video, and he was attacked by a 12-foot gator. It happened in Lake Thonautasasa, foot. which is near Tampa. Can I just ask, you were legit making a, an instructional video, you were in water, and you weren't looking for gators? Right. In Florida? Thankfully, he's okay, but he had to get a ton of stitches. And he said it was a miracle. He was in surgery for hours. He had life-threatening damage to his body. So, good heavens. You cannot be doing that stuff. Oh, my gosh. You you have to watch when you're, I mean, even if you're like in a puddle, you got to watch. Let's see. This, man, some of this I can't even. There was a uh, bowling alley fight. That sounds fun. <laughs> Naples, a Naples man hit a boy in the face. That's not fun. And during a bowling alley dispute, he was arrested. It was at Headpins Naples, and Collier County Sheriff's Office. They shut up last weekend, and 15 people were were fighting in the bowling alley. The victim told deputies he was playing pool, hanging out with his friends in the bar area when an argument started between his friends and a group at the booth next to them. 51 year old Curtis Jennings was part of the group arguing with the victim's friends and he yelled at the boy. How old was the boy? The boy was recording him on his phone. And so Jennings was upset. He jumped over the booth and hit him in the face. And so they uh, they left the bar and they were followed by Jennings who continued to yell at uh, yell at him. The family stated they wanted to press charges. Of course, he faces charge of cruelty. to. How old is said child? Because if you're in like a, you know, bar area of a bowling alley and you're playing pool, it could be an eight, it could be a 17 year old child. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Just, come on. Uh, So, that's, you you shouldn't be hitting people in the face, but you also shouldn't be like, that's the response that everybody has for everything. Somebody's being mean. I'm going to record, I'm going to record this. Uh, This, this is, no, I'm not doing that one. That had to do with something bad in a ferris wheel somebody was nasty in a ferris wheel we're not gonna talk about not gonna talk about that okay so this um florida man ripped out a sink in a pizza hut bathroom this almost starts off starts off, uh, starts off like a humpty dance song yeah. right lee acres florida local pizza huts drying off a man ripped a bathroom sink straight out of the wall causing thousands in damage lee county sheriff show up They uh, ended up arresting the individual. It's going to cost over $1,500 to repair the damage. The individual was not named. That has to be some strength, I think. Stay with us.
0: What's happened is, what's happened is, there there are not many real Republicans anymore. By the way, your sitting governor... He's a Republican you can deal with. We disagree. No, no, I'm serious. But at least he's within the mainstream of the Republican Party. I respect conservative Republicans. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans.
1: MAGA Republicans. Uh, yeah, because we're all going to trust that guy to, to be the definer of what is or is not Republican. President McUnity cheese brain. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you. It's Friday. Yeah. I don't even the MAGA Republicans. Can I? Okay, so I tweeted this earlier. I tweeted no one. Crickets. D. Snyder at 1.59 nine a. m. this morning. Quote: Attention, QAnon MAGA fascist. Every time you sing, we're not going to take it. Remember. It was written by a cross-dressing, libtard, tree-hugging half-Jew who hates everything you stand for. It was you and people like you that inspired every angry word of that song. So, purr off. He tweeted that. He went from testifying against Democrats in Congress because they wanted to censor everything to tickling The Jimmies of the very people who wanted to censor him, which then reminded me, you know how his song goes, right? Right. You know how his song goes. He is going to take it. Yeah, he's going to take it. He is going to take it up the, the high. Hi. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you today. Happy Friday. Dana Lash, your lovable curmudgeon here. You were worried for a second, Kane. Kane but actually you, uh, got I think you did get out of your seat a bit. You
2: came, you came through with the self-sensor. I appreciate it.
1: Like, you know, I could just take this this arm that my mic's on and swing away from you, you know, <laughs> as you try to come get. I just swing back and you can't get me. You know, I get That's <laughs> true. That should be the song. So I'm gonna have to sing that now. And just say, like, who cares? By the way, like who cares? Like, and is that, are these supposed to be things that, that we don't, and? Golly, remember when he was testifying before, uh, yeah. he was going after Tipper Gore? Because Tipper Gore, Republican? she ran out of box wine, yo, and she, yeah, no, she was Al Gore's, uh, uh, not, a Republican. not a Republican. She wanted to put naughty word stickers on all the, c- all the cassette tapes in the CDs. Of the rock music, she wanted naughty word stickers on it, Kane. You know why
2: I liked that when I was a kid? Is, I
1: immediately wanted to purchase that's those.
2: That's exactly right. That's how I knew the stuff that I wanted to buy.
1: Dude, I worked in a record store for a little bit when I was a freshman in college. And when kids would come in to buy stuff that had the stickers on them, I literally would be like, this is why you should not support censorship. Because this is censor- censorship. This is literally a restriction of your rights. You're you're you listening to this does not mean you're going to grow up to sell drugs or be a serial killer or anything like that. And I gave them as I was taking it off. I had my whole lecture every single time. This is stupid. But it was it. And that was like in the aughts. This was actually late 90s, early aughts. Tipper Gore got so bored. She decided, you know, she was that was their big thing. I when that was happening, I think I was I was in maybe in seventh grade. So I actually, th- I, I, because I remember it and I remember thinking, who is this ugly woman testifying? Oh, it's Dee Snider. But it was her. And I just remember thinking she was such a square because she was mad about explicit lyrics. Man, I wanted that as a t-shirt. Explicit lyrics. Okay. They were, that's just... It, it.
2: That's how I found like Eazy-E and the Ghetto Boys and NWA. and All the, the rest best of stuff of
1: had oh, that sticker God. on it. Come on. Everybody had that. Everybody had that. Everybody wanted something that had that sticker. My mom never told me what I could read or watch or anything like that. And I didn't grow up to be a druggie or a murderer or anything, you know. But that was, I remember him testifying against that. There was Democrats that were doing that. And now he's like, I love these people. I love the people who tried to censor me. It was amazing. Nobody nobody even asked. But the do you see where this comes from? Then you got Biden up there. The MAGA Republicans. Who even are that like tell me what you think that means. I mean, I'm not really interested. I just want to see how crazy it sounds. I mean, tell me what you think that means. What are what are MAGA Republicans? There are people who are MAGA. They can't even they can't even articulate it. Grief. That's it. But it's President McUnity. I'm running to unite everybody. And then he goes to that fundraiser. Go to hell, all of you. I mean, that's pretty much what he said. He's like, he, he's the guy who who acted, who made Facebook, who censored what Facebook showed about stories written up about his drugged out 50-something-year-old failure of a son on his laptop. He used Facebook and told them they had to censor it. But Trump was semi-fascist. Biden needs a semi-dictionary, a semi-brain, semi-something. That's President McUnity. So is anybody shocked that people like D. Snyder say this stuff? Maggot. Like that's supposed to be some kind of it's just so lame. It's so lame. When people get emotional like that, it's a sign of weakness. My favorite is when progressive dudes get super emotional like that because that's a sign of L D E. You know what that means, right? Kane? What? When when progressive <laughs> You're gonna die Sorry. when progressive dudes get really, really upset when over conservative opinion, and they degre- they like regress back into like this barbaric state of existence where all they can do is respond in grunts and expletives. That's a major sign of what we call LDE.
2: Oh, LDE. Mm-hmm. I see. You're not gonna say what LDE. Means. I
1: f- I figure that people can people can they're smart. Okay, they can figure it out. All right. You what you know what it means?
2: I right off the top of my head, no. Really,
1: it means. That's what it means.
2: I just had my mic open. That's
1: LDE. No, you didn't. I did. Un- undo it.
2: <laughs> I think people heard that.
1: Well, they heard it then, but that's what it means. LDE. So, this, uh, and I've been seeing this, too, with all of the stuff that has, uh, all o- over everything with the student loans and all of this stuff, and oh my gosh. Here's the... She was asked about this. I think this is the same. Let me pull this up. Which one? Is it Corrine Jean-Pierre? She was asked about the uh, fascist, the semi-fascist stuff. I think this is the audio that we have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play that. This is what she, this is how she was responding.
3: What he called extreme MAGA philosophy to semi-fascism. What exactly is semi-fascism, Corinne?
4: So let me just first say this uh, tonight, uh, what you heard from this president, uh, Don. And again, thank you for having me, because this is really important.
1: The American people have okay, a so what is it in front of them. And the president laid that out very Okay, clearly, so this was at, powerful. play that. I dropped a link in Slack, because I think this is from, it's like 50-something seconds. I think this is from the uh, press briefing. And she was asked, what have MAGA Republicans done and she was, and then she was asked about the fascism. Listen to this. It's like fifty seconds.
5: Uh, Only semi-fascism in. Yeah. Uh, is this something we're going to hear more of? That phrase. Is it something the president's going to kind of embrace, or is there any sense that it was, uh, you know, a little impromptu and it's going to turn into a kind of basket of deplorables thing that he regrets and that tries to be quite about?
4: I, look, I was very clear when uh, when laying out uh, and defining uh, what. Uh, you know, uh, MAGA Republicans uh, have done uh, and you look at the definition of fascism and you think about uh, what they're doing in, in attacking our democracy, what they're doing in taking away uh, our freedoms, uh, taking away mm-hmm. wanting to take away our rights, our voting rights. I mean, mm-hmm. that is what that is. Mm-hmm. It is very clear and that's why he made that um, that, um, that powerful speech uh,
1: that you heard uh, from him last night and he has not shied away from saying yeah, I know. He sounds like a loon. That's why. I'm so tired of it. The The fascist. It's a fascist. That's what it is. Okay. Just, oh, golly. That's not what it is at all. Look at what they've been doing.
2: I agree with you. And by the way, if if Republicans are really taking away freedoms and taking away your voting rights and things like they wouldn't be semi fascist. They'd be full fascist at yeah. that point. Yeah, they wouldn't be so, a little fascist. Yeah, they would be
1: full on fascist. Th-
2: that's why this rings completely, you know, untrue to me.
1: I mean, it's you, you have opposition is suppressed. There, you people are, when they talk about the subordination of, you know, of individuals for the good of all, what the hell does that sound like? And, and control of business, centralized everything, what does that sound like? That sounds like shutting people down during lockdown. It sounds like the student loan stuff. It sounds like using Facebook to suppress news articles that are unfavorable towards your family and are based in truth that right before an election. So as to affect an, an election that that is fascist. That is centralized thuggery. That is fascism. That is it to a T. I think not enough people learned about this stuff in school. Seriously, I honestly think that because the way that these people toss out these words like, it's t- like they're Tic Tacs, words have meanings. That's not what this is. If she were a Republican saying stuff like this, well, people who want, you know, just simply for the states to continue to control voting instead of the federal government—that's uh, like literally the opposite of fascism because that's that's decentralization, that's federalism, that's what Madison argued for, it's what Hamilton argued for, it's what Mason argued for. Uh, that is completely the absolute textbook definition opposite of fascism. I mean, when when you when you have. Someone controlling your business and controlling what you do with your labor and controlling what you do with your life. And and like we are seeing with this administration, using the government to control even what you can say on social media, that is the definition of fascism. I... And she sounds completely ignorant when she and I don't mean like mean I mean she sounds dumb when she says this stuff when people use stuff like this doesn't when they say these things flippantly you don't sound smart you sound stupid they sound dumb you can criticize someone without saying that they're uh, without going to the well of fear a fascist," or Godwin's law where everybody's like Hitler. And when you have the media, you know, the the stooges that just sit there, uh-huh, uh-huh, and they take notes on it, and then they write it as the headline the next day without even so much as a question or pushback. I mean, I if I were there, I would have said, can you define what you think fascism is? I want to hear your definition of fascism. Exactly. See, I would not. You could not have me in there because I would be... I just... I don't care. I don't care about getting along with people. I don't care about... I just want to be left alone. And I want people to, like, be smart. It. It. I just... It's embarrassing because it makes our nation look stupid. It makes us look, I mean, it makes us look dumb. It makes us look like dumb Americans when you've got people out there that say this stupid stuff. Golly, stop.
2: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
1: There's a apparently a big pharma fight. Moderna sues Pfizer and BioNTech And accuses them of copying their mRNA technology Which they said they patented in 2010 To develop their COVID vaccine So they're suing their competitors And they're alleging that they copied their tech And they said that Pfizer told uh, The press that their mRNA Is based off of tech owned by their partner In the rollout, BioNTech So it's a $104 billion Legal battle That's insane. Wow. Now, the Taliban spokesperson has blamed the U.S. and Western allies for problems in Afghanistan, and they want money and weapons returned. Suhail Shaheen insisted the Taliban did not know that Zawahiri was in Zawahiri was in uh, Kabul and so their spokesperson said that it's the United States' fault that we had. they have a humanitarian crisis and that their hands are tied They're, they have sanctions and embargoes and etc cetera, etc cetera, and it's everybody else's fault except for the terrorists I mean it's like you know you saw this coming. Richard Simmons I always wondered I would read stories about him and people thought you know that uh, there was something Shady going on. There were a lot, there was a lot of concern apparently about him. He's nobody's heard from him in like six years, and so finally his spokesperson told the uh, New York Post that the fitness icon is living the life he has chosen. That's kind of weird. His rep spoke out today following the release of a new documentary about his sudden disappearance from the, stoplight, or the spotlight. They say that Richard is eternally grateful for the continuous outpouring of love and gratitude he's received across the globe. He's healthy and happy and living the life he's chosen to live. He apparently published his own short note to Facebook saying thank you everyone for your kindness and love. Love, Richard. And they said that the spokesperson said the message was personally composed by him and it was his first correspondence apparently with his fans and like the last six years, that's just kind of because he was like this big fitness guy back in the day, wasn't he? And but like almost like comedically so. And I don't know. It's just weird. They said that there he I don't know. There was a lot of questions about his well-being, I think. Uh, in New Jersey, Six Flags had five people injured on a roller coaster at the their Six Flag Great Adventure. The El Toro coaster. Five people were injured. Uh, On Thursday night, according to park officials and police, they had several park goers who were complaining about back pain after riding the coaster at 7:35. of them were taken to a local hospital. Uh, They said that, I mean, Jackson Township Police Department said the injuries were mostly minor and no officers responded to the scene. Uh, They said that they wouldn't comment further on it, but there was a woman who said that it felt like the coaster had hit a pothole after the third drop, and she said that she thought she may have chipped a tooth from the ride, other riders said they also bit their tongues. And the El Toro is one of the fastest and tallest wooden coasters in the world. 70 miles an hour speed, initial drop of 176 feet. That's kind of crazy. Woo. Stick with us. We've got more in store. We'll bring you up to date with everything you need to know as we roll into the weekend. Back in a moment.
3: Politics, pop culture, and whatever else gets canceled, tossed in a blender, paid for by sponsored hate mail. It's The Dana Show.
6: Legal basis for canceling student debt. The HEROES Act hinges on student debt cancellation being tied to the pandemic and that being a national emergency. But the administration argued in court that the pandemic is over at the southern Mm -hmm. border uh, to lift Title 42. It's so over that the government's going to stop buying vaccines in the fall and Mm -hmm. shift to the private sector. So, how is This a national emergency Mm -hmm. has COVID a national emergency when it comes to student debt. So
4: it's a it's a very good question, and I'm glad you asked it. Um, Look, we Uh, use the Heroes Act uh, because there are going to some be some people when we lift the pause that's
1: still going to suffer. Wait, what? (laughs) Doesn't answer the question. Not, not at all, Golly. I, (sighs) welcome back to the show Dana Lash here happy happy Friday to you happy happy Friday um where to even start so that was a good question Jackie Heinrich asked and the administration can't answer it I mean if we're not in a recession then why do we have to you know why is why is this how is this necessary for student debt why do you and that's the thing that just as the just as they can't actually tell you they could they could actually cite that the the latest pen wharton analysis it's going to be over a trillion dollars they don't want to because it's a horrible soundbite can you imagine Corrine Jean pierre for democrats oh it's going to be over a trillion dollars wait for only 13 percent of americans yes that is correct and if you don't uh uh believe in it then you're bad for taking a a paycheck protection loan when we forced your business to shut down and exercised imminent domain over your ability to generate income. Yeah, that's that's what that's how it's going to work. No, they can't say that cuz it looks horrible. So they have to be they have to pretend to not know. Just don't know. I just don't know. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Well, we're still working it out. Good heavens. So they're working it out. We all know. We know exactly what it is. Everybody else does, but they just don't. They don't want to. They don't want to mention it. They don't want to mention it. I have some wokery for you. I also. I've got a couple of. Got a bunch of other things here. Let's get in. Let me get into some of this wokery first. Golf is racist. Let's just. Let's just call it now. Golf is racist. So racist. (sighs) Because it's all about colonial exploitation, Kane. In fact, a uh, new exhibition, yes, Tiger Woods is unavailable for comment, a new exhibition in St. Andrews in Scotland shines a light on golf's murky history. It reveals that the game was imposed abroad by the British Empire in the 1800s, and that the colonial country's resources were exploited to make golf balls. See, they, the British Empire, harvested rubber from Southeast Asian territories to make golf balls for the European market. Thus, golf is racist. That's what researchers at the University of St. Andrews in Scotland have said, King. That it's imperial exploitation because the rubber was harvested from these territories. What it's. So I, I, the, the material is called Gutta percha? Gouda? I don't know. I don't care. I really don't care. I think this is stupid. And I think if you're offended by a rubber ball, you're a moron. I mean, what else do you want to add? Right? This is stupid. You're hitting a ball. Nobody cares. Right? You know, they use rubber on shoes. Are, rub- are shoes racist, too? What else do they use rubber for? I mean, stop. But what else do they use? What do- I mean, all- are all those racist?
2: I think golf balls are made of a bunch of rubber bands. So rubber bands are racist?
1: Racist. Good God. Yeah, ever let's let's see what all we can't uh hang on. What? Uh, let me look what all is man. Oh, that's the internet. Mm. So tires? Oh man, tires. Oh my gosh. Don't don't have tires on your car because that's racist. Windshield wipers. Windshield wipers, shoe soles, hot water bottles, balloons, seal rings. Oh my gosh. Gum erasers, pencil erasers. Print anything in printmaking. Oh my gosh. All of these things are so. Raincoats, pond liners, cushions, bathtub plugs, boots, grips on garden tools. All racist. Get rid of all the rubber in your lives or you're a big, giant racist. Your pets' toys. Get those toys away from your racist dog. I mean, where do I mean, where do you, I mean, you want to go? Where I mean, all of this, the rubber ducks, the sportswear, the scuba deer, your koozies to keep your drinks cool—racist, because they all use rubber. Let's not stop at golf balls, guys. I mean, where how how do you want to go? With this? this is that's this is why this is dumb. I want I once had some uh, someone tell me that I should I, c- I couldn't wear um my hoop earrings because it was racist and I went off on them uh, with my vast knowledge of the uh uh, with of uh, Sumerians and uh their refinement of gold and making of gold jewelry and I said unless you can prove to me you're 100% Sumerian lineage then s tafio I wasn't even I'm just done I was done that's that's now yes cultural appropriation is not the same thing as appreciation Appropriation is Elizabeth Warren The Uh, whitest woman on earth Pretending to be Native American So she can get a job at Harvard And call herself a minority in print That's appropriation Appropriation is someone like Robert O'Rourke Calling himself Beto And and, and insinuating that he has some sort of Hispanic ancestry When he is a white Irishman And he panders for votes Appreciation is thinking a kimono is beautiful or loving mexican food or loving italian food or the the art of manga that's appreciation very different but frolicking in the rain you don't get to do that anymore it's racist do you enjoy a good frolic in the rain i don't even know what that means what is that like you just run in the rain frolicking <sighs> that's a word for times where nobody was everybody was seemed nicer so back in like the spring there was like this thing that got everything all the worst stuff gets started on that uh, communist app TikTok, where they had uh men who were who were joking around <clears throat> excuse me they were because this is the left made a big deal out of it black men running around in the rain joyfully like a in a field in the rain and they were uh it became like this thing that people were doing and so i guess so drew barrymore who is also on TikTok. She posted a video of herself running around and laughing in the rain. And some Karen, well, and I use the word Karen for any woman who is annoying, regardless of race, said that Drew Barrymore is the Elvis Presley of, like, black frolic videos. Wow, there's a lot of comparisons there. Let's, what? She accused her of appropriating and said it was to- tone deaf and disrespectful for running in the ra- Oh, my gosh, it's rain. Wow. Someone tell Gene Kelly. <laughs> I think if you got the time to sit there and go through all these TikTok videos and, and be like, that's racist. This is then you're you have too much time on your hands and you probably need a job. There's this le- and I got one more bit of wokery. Oh, boy. So, now there's... The latest thing is to identify as a different species. I'm sorry, what? This is why asteroids were invented. Do you know that? (laughs) Aliens send them because they're like, you know what, that's getting a little out of control there. Let's smack this planet right there. That's why... where, where they come from? I don't know if you knew that or not. So, apparently, there's a teenage girl who identifies as a cat... Whose parents allow this? It's a, it's a British paper. It's a British paper that has the story. The student has permission to act like a feline and be nonverbal in class, so long as her behavior does not distract other youngsters at the private school. So they said, they told the mirror, the school said, our approach is unique and we blah, 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 we're dumb. We're letting her be a cat in class because we're stupid. That's what we're stupid. We're a stupid school and her parents are stupid and she's weird. There you go. That's our quote. <laughs> That's how it should have been. <laughs> um, what? Why? Why are you doing this in class? They said that uh, she had screamed at a girl for sitting on her fake tail. And I, that sounds like you're disrupting the class. I just want to raise my hand and make that observation here. Yeah. And there are apparently in Australia there was a group of students, female students. They're all f- teenage girls. So this is like uh, uh, Salem with the with uh, the witches. Everybody's screaming about witches. Everybody wants to be cats. In Brisbane, a group of four female students have taken to walking on all fours in class, and they cut holes in their uniforms to make room for fake tales. I think you know that story where we the, there was a school in Missouri that brought back uh, corporal punishment. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to go global. Yeah. Just saying, there's. I don't why is this you're you're um I don't know. It's all these like these in the again academic institutions we just want to make sure that it's no you also need to tell people what the boundaries are. Especially when they're young uh, you know when they're teenagers or kids. Good heavens. Now one last quick thing I want to make sure we get in here. This is a, this is a free beacon piece. And we've gone through everything today from the Uh, revelation from Mark Zuckerberg himself that the government has had used decided to to enact censorship by demanding that Facebook suppress the story about the Hunter Biden laptop so that it would affect the election we've gone off that we've looked at the affidavit this from the Washington Free Beacon this is about uh, Pennsylvania so John Fetterman first off John Fetterman's kids go to apparently a very he rails on private schools but his kids go to like a $36,000 a year private school Dude, that's crazy. That's like a college tuition. That's for a pricey... Oh, my gosh. Because, you know, he's the everyman. And he cast only one vote in his entire 13 years as mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania. And it was a vote to fire a town solicitor who accused him of abusing... who accused Fetterman of abusing his office because Fetterman apparently had told cops to dig up dirt on his political opponents. And that was the only vote that Fetterman has ever cast, apparently. He, he sounds like somebody who doesn't like work. Right? Is he allergic to it? Is there an actual condition? I shouldn't give anybody any ideas, because that's going to be a real thing. Yeah, he, the vote was to fire a town solicitor who had accused Fetterman of abusing his office by getting police to dig up stuff That's the Democrat playbook As Kane noted That's exactly what they do and, and this is the same guy by the way That ran down a black jogger With a shotgun Because he heard some kids Lighting off bottle rockets And thought it was this black jogger Shooting people So he ran him down with a shotgun Now I know that people get aggravated Because Oz is not the candidate But you, you know you gotta believe In the plurality here Of, of uh, election choices and so this you got to go to you got to go with what you got. I wish that Oz's campaign they keep they said that they're going to focus on Fetterman's health. Maybe you could focus on what I just like mentioned. The fact that he he the only vote he ever cast was against a guy who who accused him of, of abusing his office and ordering police to investigate opponents as a form of political targeting or his racist reaction to a black jogger and holding him at gunpoint with his shotgun or the fact that he only, like, voted once, or the fact that he rails against private schools while sending his kids to schools that most people can't afford, or the fact that he lives in a bougie loft that he only gave a dollar for so he could claim that he purchased it when his sister spent the thousands upon thousands of dollars to buy it, or the fact that he's lived off his parents literally receiving, like, 50, like, what is it, almost $50,000 a year from them up until he was 53 years old? Maybe... You could focus on those and then find the interview that he gave the local press where he tried to defend himself uh, uh, after running down that jogger with his shotgun, because that is million dollar footage. That's a campaign ad. What is wrong with your what is wrong with Oz's campaign?
3: Listen to the Dana show live on the Odyssey app weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time.
1: (laughs) You have Penn Wharton that says it's going to be a trillion dollars. For the student loan thing. Oh no, the White House, according to the Hill, insists it's only going to be about two hundred and forty billion, guys. Oh, really? Yeah. You need to listen to our our uh, marketers and our uh, operatives. It's only going to be uh, two. It's actually, it'll probably be five dollars. I mean, you know, <laughs> golly, I can't, dude. I can't. This is just. Uh, I had some. I had. I. I told Kane. I said some of the dumbest people I've ever seen her on Twitter. I had some, I I don't know, guy whose head looks like it's made mostly of meat, not of whatever brains are made of. And he's like, you know, the PPP, they gave loans to businesses, not the people who couldn't generate an income. No, what matters is if you got off OnlyFans and actually maybe read a little bit about what PPP does, because it required majority percentage to be spent on payroll. payroll. Otherwise, you had to repay it back. Golly. He's the guy who takes a selfie of himself in a suit to convince people that he's not actually a South Park character who's really just like sitting and looking at, you know, highly regulated sites and that he's actually doing important grown man work. Let's be real. Honestly, I want to just like ridicule some of these people back into the hole in the ground where they belong. Oh, I feel like a little bit better now. Got got some of the meanness out of my, of my sister. For real, though, it's like we have such a financial illiteracy. It is an epidemic. We have an epidemic of stupidity in this country. And sadly, a lot of it's in government unfortunately
2: that's what uh federalizing schools did
1: mm-hmm. we need to tax the endowments of universities universities should be paying the costs of any kind of quote-unquote forgiveness and yes they should and i hope that everybody who get, who who all i the 13 states that don't necessarily conform to what f to to federal on in terms of taxation of debt forgiveness so have fun with that <sighs> oh i didn't even get into the miami gun running Oh. They bragged about gun running and selling guns to Ukraine. I hope they're investigated because I'm pretty sure you got to have a license for export for that. Go ahead, Kane. Today's Stupidity. All
2: right, it's going to be Alejandro Mayorkas. He's talking about how it's Governor Abbott's fault that all these financial pressures on them and problems with their efficient processing because he's busing these migrants to Dem Cities. It is problematic, however, when an official works uh, not in
3: collaboration with us. Oh, uh, but man. unilaterally and that lack of coordination wreaks problems in our very efficient processing oh,
1: oh my gosh efficient they're There's
2: very nothing, efficient processing nothing efficient about it and wow if they words have no together, meaning if they actually worked with states we wouldn't have this problem
1: words have no meaning all right guys that does it for us this week i hope you have a wonderful weekend i will be back behind the mic with you on monday